Well, hello everybody, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Good Question. I'm your host, Daniel Welch, and today's episode, I have a very special guest, a familiar voice that you have heard before, returning to the episode, which is 30 episodes today, which is just about one month of The Good Question. So thank you so much for the support. Sit back, relax, and enjoy, folks, because this is The Good Question. Okay, folks, so today's a very special day here on The Good Question. We've been recording for just about a month now. Today is our 30th episode, so I thought it would be really fun to bring in a familiar voice from the very first episode of The Good Question. My sister from Texas is visiting us again. Debbie, how are you today? Hey, Daniel. I'm good. How are you? Doing good, doing good. Uh, so you're, I noticed you're, you're kind of recording outside today. You're doing some, uh, you got a lot going on over there. We do have a lot going on over here. Well, it's a beautiful day, so why not be outside? And we've got the little one here with me. So we're, uh, yeah, we're hanging outside and getting some sunshine, some vitamin D, soaking it up. <laughs> So we'll be as quick as we can so the little one doesn't get too uh, too bored outside, I suppose. Well, so Debbie, you've been on the show before. We've done, uh, you know, we usually lead in with our question of the day, and then we yeah. have our little middle piece where we'll have some conversation points to talk about, and there's plenty to talk about. Let's be real. There's plenty to talk about out there's there. There's a lot going on in the world um, right now. Mm -hmm. And then we end with our fun fact. So uh, if you're ready, let's go ahead and do that question real quick i'm ready all right so this is a good one um I'm, I'm ready it's easy but it's good so i'm curious to see what happens here uh the question for today did you exercise today <laughs> well it's only 10 o'clock in the morning so the answer to that is absolutely not uh, <laughs> will I get an exercise in today? Hopefully, hopefully we, uh, we're big on our walks and Sundays, especially we like try to go to the park and have a picnic or okay, go for okay. a walk at the nature trails or something. So we will get some kind of outdoor exercise activity in, but not yet. Not yet. Yes. So for those listening, it is about 11 o'clock our time, but because my sister's in Texas, it's about 10 o'clock. So she's sitting over here sipping on her cup of, uh, cup of coffee out of the uh, shameless tag for Starbucks uh, on her mug. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, she's still kind of getting all ready there. Now, fortunately, it is a podcast, so we're only hearing the audio side. So we've got to give like visuals of how this whole thing is progressing forward. Um <laughs> So, so for me, I have not exercised today, mainly because we try not to exercise. I've gotten back into like a habit and a routine of exercising, but I have not exercised today because usually the weekends are not for exercising. Usually I'll take this Saturday, Sundays off and try and keep it to like Monday, Wednesday, Friday with like Tuesday, Thursday, cardio, that sort of thing. So my answer is no, I have not exercised today and it is because I normally don't exercise today. And also because yesterday we went to a theme park. So we were busy in the park 
So I got plenty of walking in yesterday. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So are you like a, a cardio or a weights kind of person when you work out? You know what? It's, it's funny because you're asking the questions. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I know that's you're not good. how this is supposed to go at all. No, it's okay. It's a valid point to today's thing. So um, I, I think it's a good mix. Honestly, it's a good mix because my workout routine I had set up by a trainer at the cast gym that I had before the shutdown occurred. And so I have a routine that's already been laid out and I'm really glad I took a picture of it and didn't leave it at the gym because it's still sitting in a file there, but the gym's now closed. Exactly. So I'm glad I took a picture of it and used that as a basis for how I'm going to move forward. Um, I have to admit a few things because there isn't enough equipment in the apartment complex to accommodate everything I need to do. But nice. we've also found some workarounds. So we haven't been omitting everything. We've been able to do some things. Now, Friday was a wait day and that was rough. <laughs> Fridays are wait days. Mondays are more like... so. Fridays are your wait days, which is why you take the weekend off because you have to like, you know, yes. (laughs) And they're, they're, yeah, I I try to put them at the end of the week versus the beginning of the week because I don't want to exhaust myself early on. However, we did it. And then a few hours later, we decided we were going to Universal the very next day. So it was like, so naturally the arms were were rough uh saturday morning and still a little stiff today but that's all right we're getting there so anyway that's that's in my in-depth routine of working out now i i did mention and i want to bring some things up to you to see what your thoughts are on things because you have an interesting perspective um for those uh who are listening debbie actually had a vacation coming up Uh, or not coming up, it's past now, that was scheduled to be at the end of May for Disney. And we were going to spend a few days down here, see the Cirque show, all these things. Mm -hmm. Something we had scheduled back in like, what, February, January, February, February, somewhere right in there. And uh, so we were playing everything out month by month to see what happened. Now that situation has come and gone and Disney worked very well with you and got your your money back and everything was fine. We have not set another date yet. And I think that we talked this over and we determined that that was probably one of the smartest moves. Now, in context to fast forward to right now, for about a week, Universal Studios Orlando, which is, um, you know, Disney's competitor, has been open to the public with restrictions and certain codes in place to try and keep safety standards and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, you can read all the blogs, you can watch all the videos, you can listen to the podcast. I did yesterday's episode was all about that. Um, so what, what do you feel? Are we, are we opening things too soon? How, how do you, what, what's the opinion on this? And from your perspective, sitting in Texas as somebody who had a vacation that got canceled due to this, and an unknown vacation that is going to be coming out, but we don't know when. (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, since coronavirus has started, just the general feeling about everything is uncertainty, and I don't think that that's, like, necessarily changed that much with things opening up. Like, everything is still uncertain. I know in Texas, um, at the beginning, like, maybe the first or second week in May, 
basically everything was starting to open back up. Like we're open here pretty much. Um, and we're seeing a lot of resurgences in cases. Now, is that enough to warrant like another shutdown? I don't know, I'm not in that position. However, I'd say that like, I think that these companies are like, especially entertainment companies like Disney and Universal and et cetera, that are, um, you know, have huge, huge tourist numbers. Like they're gonna have to do something to limit that. And I think that they already have. And I think that they're putting things in place to like make sure that the social distancing stays maintained and that people are taking every precaution possible. But from like an economy perspective, and this is probably not a popular opinion, but like from an economy perspective, I definitely think that it's time to open back up. Like I don't think that anybody can just afford to like have things stay close indefinitely. You know what I mean? Correct. So one thing that we've noticed as well is um, we've looked at some of the standards in some of the parks that are open. SeaWorld Orlando opened a couple days ago. So SeaWorld is now coming online. Disney still has about a month before it starts opening the theme parks up. But Disney resorts, certain resorts, are starting to let guests back in next Monday, I believe the 22nd. Some resorts are starting to open back up. We are starting to see some cast members returning to those resorts to get things ready to go today. Now, when we look at some of the standards in the parks, I can speak from experience like I did yesterday on the show. There are measures in place and they are strictly enforced. Um, and I, I like that. I really do. I think that that's helping the theme park experience along a little bit. But I think also it's important to note that um, leave it up to the theme park industry to retrain humanity on how to be safe in a word, if that makes sense to you at all. It, it, leave it up to the theme park industry to reshape how humanity is going to be like in a post shutdown world. And my roommate, had to explain this out and he goes, you know, people don't learn things when you sit them in a classroom setting, but if they're having fun and learning, they're more likely to retain the knowledge. What do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely think that that's true. And I think that like just people like in general are learning how to like follow those safety rules and restrictions and stuff already in their everyday lives. I mean, some people like sometimes I go to the grocery store and nobody's wearing a face mask and I'm just like, okay. Right. Um, <laughs> but like, I think in general, people are, you know, like getting on board with just like, hey, this isn't about you. It's about everybody else. Like, just because you aren't showing signs doesn't mean that like you should be exposing the 80 year old in the grocery store to coronavirus. And I think that that's just something that like you said is just going to be a retraining process, especially in the entertainment industry. Right. And like, you know, I think Disney and um, Universal and all those places do have like a unique opportunity, not only to like make it fun to learn these things for adults, but they also have a really, really big influence on children and like the next generation and like, you know, helping them learn and understand what's going on too. And I think that's a very unique position that those theme parks and those entertainment types of places are in to help not only adults, but also also the children. 
Right. Now, one thing I saw yesterday at Universal, and we laughed at it because we thought it was funny, but it also sends a really good message across. There were some still walkers. They had some performers out still. We were curious to see how they were going to handle uh, performances and even the performers that just walk around the parks. Um, right in front of the mummy attraction in the Universal Studio side, not the Islands of Adventure side, but Universal side, they have a stilt walker performer that's out there. And he's basically like this Egyptian uh, themed, um, you know, stilt walker. And we saw him first as we were coming up from behind. We were like, he's perfect. He's already social distancing because he's on stilts one. So he's already high up away. But when we went around and we saw the front, he was also wearing a mask. So he had kind of a tan colored mask to kind of help blend in with his costume. And you know what? I, I, I like that because it shows that the characters in the themed environment are acknowledging safety as well. So it's not just the characters are just nah, 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 walking around, having fun in their theme park and all this kind of stuff. The characters are acknowledging, hey, we're asking you to be safe. We're going to be safe as well. So I think that that's also a really strong message that has been sent out on the theme park side. We've seen drastic cuts in some um, performances. You know, they don't do a whole lot of performances and that's fine. Social distancing standards throughout the park. There are markers all over the ground, signs everywhere telling you, you know, make sure you're always, you got the mask from like the crown of the nose down under the chin, making sure you're covered. And it works. You know, I, I can honestly say we were there for just about eight hours yesterday with the mask on. Was it hot? Yeah, absolutely. It was hot. But you, you know, you got to be smart. Go in when you're getting warm take walk, drink plenty of water that sort of thing but not once did i feel unsafe which was important to me because there were temperature screenings as you were entering the park and if your temperature was at 100.3 or above you were not allowed it they turned you around and were like you're out you know and we saw an instance a couple of days ago at SeaWorld that um i guess showed up with 103 degree temperature First of all, what are you doing outside? Right. That's crazy. Oh <laughs> and my theme park. They, how do you even feel it. like, how do you even drag yourself to a theme park <laughs> with that kind of fever? Oh my goodness. That's I funny. know. I would be, I would be inside going, mm -mm, nope, it's not yeah. for me. But she, she went and uh, she tried to get in and the SeaWorld management was like, I'm sorry, like you're, you're wait, No, sorry. So I was very proud to see that, yeah, that we did no. not bend at all to one guest. So I knew for sure yesterday when we were walking around the park that every guest was below 100 and we all had the face covering. And for the most part, everybody was following the rules. You know, everybody was doing it. You saw a few that tried to put it like under their nose. So it was covering their oh mouth. Oh my gosh, kills me. Which kills I me. saw that and uh, we were kind of like, eh. <laughs> but the team members at Universal were being very cool. And they were just like, hey guys, just a reminder of safety put it above the nose as well. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> no one pushed back on it. They were kind of like, okay, and just, they did it. So, so there's that. Yeah, I think it's like, I think at the end of the day, the real kicker to it is that like, this is not going anywhere. Like coronavirus right. is not going anywhere. Like Correct. It's, it's not going to be eradicated. It's something that's going to be, a year after year thing like the flu and like 
as a business, like my husband runs a small business, they've had mm -hmm. to figure out the protocols to keep their employees healthy and their customers healthy. And I think as um, a mother, you know, I've had to figure out, okay, like, am I comfortable sending my child back to school because I've got to work? Like everybody in whatever facet of their life is having to figure out like how to make life work around this. And I think that that's really key in like, you know, in regards to like going on vacation or like just anything like that, like life is at some point going to have to continue and we're all just going to have to figure out how to make it continue while also keeping ourselves, our families and everybody else as safe as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the most important things. It's just, you know, stay positive as much as you possibly can. Everything that's in place is in place for a reason. And if you're not comfortable with, with going to a theme park, if you're not comfortable with going to these places, the best thing you can do, don't go. Just don't go. Like it's nobody's forcing you to do anything you don't want to do. It's a luxury vacation to even go to Disney or Universal in the first place. A vacation for some people is just going for like a, a drive, you know, <laughs> just getting out of the house and going for a drive. So the fact that you're going on like this luxury vacation, that's something completely different. Now, one thing I'm really excited about, and I did want to bring this up because I thought it was really cool. I saw an article um, yesterday that AMC Theaters is announcing that they are going to be trying to reopen most all of their theaters next month. This is really exciting for me because I miss the movies. I miss going to the movies. I miss going to the theater. And if I have to sit through a movie, even if it's like, you know, every other road, there's no seating. Like if they have to reduce the capacity of the theater by 50%, that's fine by me. Totally cool. And if I have to wear a mask when I'm in the theater, that's fine. It's AC. I've got my soda right next to me. I'm totally fine there. So I can stay hydrated while watching this movie. Um, so I'm really curious because I haven't been to an actual movie theater to see a movie in like probably five years, 10 years. I like never go it's to been a while. It's been a really long time. I didn't even know people went to the movies anymore. So like when you go to the movies, is it generally pretty crowded or do you still like, even before coronavirus hit, is it fair like do you feel fairly like quote unquote socially distanced or whatever like I guess it depends on the movie correct I think for the most part it was all about the movie uh that we went to go see and and, and honestly every time I went before COVID and the, the shutdown occurred and everything like that I was going at such odd times of the day because I would get off work at like you know like one two o'clock in the afternoon sometimes I would go to the gym and then I'd go to the see a movie before I went home people don't normally watch movies at like three four o'clock in the afternoon they're watching um you know they're they're in the parks playing before they go to Disney Springs to watch a movie at AMC so for the most part I was already social distancing now one of the big things that I, I like about the theaters as well is um you get to select your seats it's all assigned seating as you're buying the ticket. And I like this now. It's no longer just you walk up, buy a ticket, and then you go in the theater and you find a spot and you sit down. It is a matter of you select your spot. So I've already social distanced myself. Mm -hmm. I like picking like one of the far right corners of the theater. Right, right, I'm right. there to watch the movie. I've already seen it probably a couple times already. So I'm just watching it again to kill time. So, well, and that these are perfect, like if you can do right. that with your job schedule. So, like, exactly. Yeah. 
right on. So I'm very curious to see the new restrictions for a movie theater style setup because that is putting people in an enclosed space. And that was one thing we saw yesterday. Yeah. <clears throat> and things like concessions like are hard with face mask on so I wonder like if that'll be an entire movie time or what yeah so I'm gonna real quick that last part cut out oh sorry. I didn't hear anything no I don't know it's not you I think it was just like we lost like connection for like a second um but I think what you're talking about was like concessions with mm -hmm. the face mask on and stuff like that yeah so one thing I'll say communication is a little bit more difficult with the face mask on when you're talking to somebody. It yeah. is. One thing that we did notice yesterday is for the most part with the team members at Universal, when we were talking to them, they were very um, good at enunciating their words. They were very good at projecting the words through the mask. So for the most part, I never had an issue. I think I only had to ask one time for a team member to repeat what they said and they repeated it and I was fine. But I think that's important. Society yeah. is being retrained essentially how to talk with something covering their face in a manner that you can hear me like right now, I'm talking to you with nothing obstructing my mouth at all. But if I put something over my mouth, <laughs> now I have an obstacle. Yeah, well, and there's places around the world that people have been wearing face masks for a very long time, but right. like, especially, you know, um, Asian countries and things like that. So like, I, I don't think that like, I think it is all just a retraining process. Like there's no reason why we as a society can't like get on board with that. Figure right. it out. But, but yes, I do agree. Like sometimes you talk to people with face masks and they're like, yeah. <laughs> what was that you just said? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to need you to repeat that for me one more time and, and try to say what you're saying. Um, so that's, that's really funny. Uh, so I have to ask you before we, we we're going to kind of wrap it up because it does, you're, you are, you got a lot going on over there. So I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I do have a question for you about the reopening processes. And as you're watching it from your perspective and everything going on there, what are you most excited for? Things are starting to reopen. You said for the most part, Texas is open. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Florida, we're getting there. Florida's almost there. We're opening in phases. Um, Disney opens next month you know, with restrictions in place of like capacity being limited to like 20, 30%. We don't know fully the numbers because Disney has not released all of that yet. But what are you looking forward to? What are some things you are really looking forward to in a, I, I don't want to say post COVID-19 because it's still out there. It hasn't gone away. We haven't gotten rid of it, but in a post shutdown, what are we looking forward to? Yeah, I mean, I think, like, on a very, like, selfish level, right, everybody wants to, like, go to a restaurant and have a normal meal, like, have a date night, and, like, you know, go to the movie theaters, like, just go do you, right, like, go do whatever you do, like, to get you time, like, everybody wants and needs that, but I think from, like, a bigger perspective, or, like, a greater kind of social perspective, I think that, like, everybody's mental health has been affected a lot by the shutdown. I know that mine has. And I think that like when you go out to the grocery store or whatever to do these essential activities, like you can tell people are just like stressed out and like, you know, just not happy with life. And I think that it's going to be really good for like, not only myself, but like just 
people in general to like like be back outside and like see the sun and like get their time and like just like have people just be a little happier like in general you know like um I know like last weekend I went and got my nails done with my best friend which was like the first time in six months or whatever you know and it was just like uh, just like a little breath of fresh air for like me and I think everybody is like feeling that and needs that just like a little bit of like them time you know Right, exactly. You've got, everybody needs to me time. You need to me time, but you also need to remind yourself that there is a world other than FaceTime. There is something else still going on. And it has gotten, you know, if we follow the rules, if we follow some of the, the situational things that are being put in place, especially in the entertainment industry, you can still have a great time. I can honestly say that we had an amazing time yesterday at the theme parks because the magic is still there. The magic did not yeah. leave the parks. So that everything is still there. The things that you're going to have to approach are going to look different, but the magic is still there. For sure. Like that, you know, quote unquote, new normal is totally a thing. Like, like life is not just going to go back to how it was. So right. like, I think everybody and I think everybody is doing a good job, but like what we all have to do moving forward is just figure out like how to make life work with this being the quote unquote new normal, you know? Right. And I think I've been, I've tried to be so careful with my wording of the new normal because I don't want to use that because it's such a weird it's terminology dangerous. it's yeah, dangerous, it's dangerous. Because, yeah for sure it's very know, dystopian like it's yeah. it's it's you know it's 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 definitely like a dangerous thing but like i think that like but it's true i like, like I that's said, yeah, the it's not going anywhere <laughs> like like you know we all just kind of have to buckle up and you know exactly and that's that's the bottom line of it is it's weird because you don't want to hear new normal but it's true at the same time because that's what it is there is a new standard of doing things that we have not really had to do before what that means for our jobs our recreation our fun whatever the case may be what that means we don't fully know yet we are getting glimpses of it as like I say, theaters are reopening, things like that. Are we going to see reduced capacity at entertainment venues? Most likely, yes. And we're going to have to just be okay with that. Are there certain places that are not going to reopen because they were closed too long? Yes, we're going to see that. Is it unfortunate? Yes. But I think that they're going to be able to we're, we're going to come out of this a little stronger than we were. So it's, it's interesting when we get to that approach on things. So we have that going on. Uh, of course, this is more personal for me to you. When is your thought process based upon everything you know? And I promise you this will be my last question. And then we're going to go to our fun fact. And then that's that. But now, um, and this is for all the listeners here as well. You're going to get a tiny little preview here. When is... Debbie returning to Florida. Oh no. So I'm really, I mean, obviously we have to play all this by ear, but I'm really, really shooting for Labor Day weekend in September. So like September's all, I've been there in September before, maybe it was October. I don't know. I love to come around (laughs) my birthday 
So like hopefully between Labor Day and my birthday, I'll be there. So. Okay. All right. And of course, you know, you can keep in touch with me and we'll keep in touch with all the guidelines and how everything's progressing forward. For sure. mm-hmm. And we'll go that route. And hopefully the capacity of resorts will slowly start to increase a little bit more and we'll go that route. So you've heard it now, everybody, so. everybody's heard it. It's official now. <laughs> Debbie is she's shooting for a September, October arrival to Florida. We'll see if it holds out, which is awesome. Debbie, Let's do our fun fact of the day. This one's really, this one's interesting. I just saw it and I was just like, huh, weird, cool. I didn't ever, I would never have thought about it, but it's neat. So humans have been performing dentistry since 7,000 BC, which makes dentists one of the oldest professions on earth. Interesting. I can (laughs) see that. I mean, you know, your, your tooth health, like it affects a lot of things. So especially if it's like bad, so I can Definitely. Uh, 7,000 BC. I didn't know. It's like, like yanking teeth out. Yeah, like I think we're thinking like Old West style. It's like, oh, that looks awful. <laughs> like it's done. But even still, if you think some, about it like that. Liquor, like just sit still. Let's pull yeah. those teeth. <laughs> but even still, isn't that kind of dentistry? Like you're seeing that the tooth is bad and needs to be removed. So you just removed it. You're, you are technically a doctor. I don't know. We're getting into a gray area, but I thought that was interesting. 7,000 BC. They, we need to like look and see if they have any pictures because, you know, they have like those old paintings of like doctors working on cadavers and stuff like, you know, that are like it's from medieval times. So I wonder if they have any of dentists like, yeah. I mean, it, it's 7,000 BC. There's got to be some recorded document somewhere. Or something. Yeah, yeah, somebody stoned it into a tablet or something <laughs> like that. If they had all that time on their hands, stone it into a tablet and they're good to go. I mean, during the plague, what were people doing during the plague? There they had to stay go. inside. There so they go. were just watching the candles uh, go down <laughs> in their house. So like all this stuff. All right. Well, Debbie, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of The Good Question. Again, we've been streaming for just about a month. It's been fun to have you on the first and the uh, final season episode. This is the season one finale. Uh, Season two will start tomorrow, uh, but I'm going to try and do seasons by months. And um, it's been fun. So thank you. I know you've got a lot going on over there. I, I keep seeing you like mute and, and doing stuff in the background and that's here's good. Like, here's here's, <laughs> do this. I have to finish this. Um, and so, so <laughs> thanks thank for you. having me on. It's uh, it's always a good time. So let me know. Oh yeah, absolutely. You will, you'll be, you'll be on again. Don't worry. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Have a good All day. Right. Thank you. Alright everyone, well that is going to wrap it up for this episode of The Good Question. If you like what you are hearing, make sure you hit that subscribe button on your way out to get those daily updates. Again, we will be posting daily up until the end of the month of June. And then I'm going to be changing my release schedule in July to being most likely two days a week. But I will let you know as we get closer and I start to build that format a little bit better. But again... Today is the last day of season one, which is episode 30, so a full month of The Good Question. I will be doing a season two, which will encompass starting tomorrow, uh, starts tomorrow and ends 
at the end of the month of June, so a little bit shorter of a season, and then season three. So I'm going to try and do seasons by month. That's usually what my seasons are going to be like here on The Good Question. But I want to thank you all for your support. If you want to be on the show, just like my sister today, all you got to do is just reach out to me if you're interested, and we can set up an opportunity. Tomorrow's show, I will be featuring another guest. This is a guest I have never had on the show before, and uh, I'm really looking forward to showcasing what is going to happen with this person. There's always so much to talk about out there in the world today, as we got to explore on today's episode. So I'm really looking forward to keep bringing new guests onto the show and expanding outwards. So again, thank you so much, everybody. I hope you enjoy the content. Don't forget to keep asking yourself a good question. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you all tomorrow.